Hello, brothers and sisters. I'm glad to be with you one more time on this Wednesday. We're talking about who's righteousness. Father, I love you and I appreciate you. And I thank you for all you've done. Our Lord Jesus love you. And I just ask that you release through me mighty words, healing words, delivering words, encouraging words. Let it be so I ask you, Father, in the name of the Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. We're at John, the third chapter, and at, at the first verse. There was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. And I want you to remember this is a Pharisee who Jesus was able to penetrate. It was very few of them he could penetrate, but this one here, he could. The same came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher come from God. Now he knew that. How did he know that? He knew that by his spirit. He came at night so that the other Pharisees wouldn't see him, so he wouldn't get in trouble. He said, for no man can do these miracles that thou doest, except God be with him. Now, last week I misspoke. I said that um, it was a place where Jesus opened the eyes of a blind man. And they was trying to tell the blind man that Jesus was evil. And the reason they called him evil because he didn't keep, the, uh, they thought, the law. You remember I touched on that yesterday. You know, they uh, on Monday. They thought he didn't keep the law. You know, he was eating corn on the Sabbath day. He was healing on the Sabbath day. You see what I'm saying? And Jesus was trying to tell them, hey, man, you, you wouldn't condemn the righteous. See, he was ushering in a new decree. See, the, 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 the decree had already went forth in the heavenlies. It was a new decree that men weren't justified anymore by works. And if you would read Romans, especially the third chapter of Romans, you will come to an understanding that no man was able to keep the law. If you would read the book of James, you will understand that if you violate the law, you was guilty in all. Because he that say do not kill, he also said don't commit adultery. So if you don't kill, but you commit adultery, you're guilty in all and you're on your way to hell. So it was a new decree that came from heaven that it was going to be a new way into salvation. Like I say, God never erases the word. He comes with a new decree to supersede the former word. See, what well, a word of a king is, there is power. And we are kings and priests. You see what I'm saying? So kings and priests, you remember, you remember the priests could eat the shoe bread. David had a revelation that he was a priest of the Most High God, spiritually. And he ate the shoe bread. See, it's only beneficial to you when righteousness and the revelation of righteousness is on your conscience. Let me say it again. You can only win this thing when you come into a revelation that you're righteous. That it be constantly on your mind that I'm righteous. Constantly on your conscience that I am righteous. That I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Because he that is in Christ Jesus have been made righteous. See, blessed is the man. See, David wrote in the, in the book of Psalms, I think it's the 20, 32nd chapter of Psalms. 
Blessed is the man to whom God will not impute sin. It was so powerful that Paul referred to it in his writings, in his expressions in the fourth chapter of Romans. Paul said, blessed is the man to whom God will not impute sin. Not blessed is the man that hadn't sinned because all have sinned and came short of the glory. Blessed is the man to whom sin is not imputed. And all of us can get that. You, you qualify for it. I qualify for it. Now, I'm about to tell you how you get it. We're talking about who's righteousness. Now, if you go about to establish your own righteousness, like Paul talked about in the 10th chapter of Romans, therefore you will not submit yourself unto the righteousness of God. Now, a lot of people, they get born again, and then they go about to establish their own righteousness. We don't do this. We don't do that. This rule, that rule, that regulation. No. He that believe it on Jesus Christ have the eternal life. Simple. Simple. You're saved by grace through faith, not of yourself. It is the gift of God, not of works. Least any man should boast. Simple. God never, Jesus, read his right. He never told somebody what to wear. He, he told them to believe. Go read the writings of Paul. He never told them what to wear. He said, let not the adorning of, of, of um, uh, makeup or apparel or whatever. He never said they couldn't wear uh, gold and apparel. Apparel is clothing. Of course, Paul wouldn't tell people that they couldn't wear clothes. Or whoever wrote that, I think it might be in Timothy. Do you think Paul would tell people that they couldn't wear clothes? So people take a scripture where it said, don't let the outward appearance of a platinum other hair, or wear a costly array, or putting on apparel, but let it be the hidden man of heart. What he was saying was, don't let people um, say, ooh, she looked beautiful, but on the inside, you ugly. No, you ought to done that. You ought to look beautiful, but don't look, let the inside be undone. That's what he was saying. He was talking to people that was only beautiful on the outside, but inwardly it was a uh, dead man's bones. That's what Paul was talking about. And when you read it again, the spirit of God is going to quicken what I'm telling you. So you'll have spiritual revelation. That's what God is doing is he's trying to get people with the right mindset. Verse three, we in John, the third chapter. Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Now, I did get away from what I was trying to say. The, the man who Jesus healed from the blind eye, he said, now we they was trying to say Jesus was the devil. He said, now, come on, man, this man can't be a, be a devil. For we know that God don't hear a sinner. That, and, and so people take that scripture and say, well, God don't hear a sinner. God don't hear a sinner. God don't. Brother, sister, you can only get born again by God hearing you. See what I'm saying? I prayed prayers before I was born again and God answered it. So I know it's a lie just by experience. So you could take that scripture out of, out of the wrong setting. See, he was talking to a bunch of religious hypocrites that was calling Jesus the devil. He said, man, this man ain't a devil. God is not going to heal my eyes if this man a devil. God don't heal sinners. So he didn't mean it literally. He meant it talking about to, in that particular case. See, you got to rightly divide the word. Let's keep going. Jesus answered, verse 5, 
Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of the spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Now, remember, the spirit of God is released by words. Jesus healed Lazarus from the dead by words. Jesus healed the sick by words. Paul healed, Peter healed, all the disciples by words. They cast out demons, how? By words. You pray doing what? Using words. Words are the key to the kingdom of God is words. Hallelujah. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I said unto thee, ye must be born again. The wind bloweth where it listed, and thou hearest the sound thereof, but canst not tell whence it come, and whether it goeth, so is everyone that is born of the spirit. Now, whenever you hear the word wind, the wind represents spirit. You remember Paul's writing, he said, don't be deceived by every wind of doctrine. It's talking about every spirit. So when you see the, uh, the word wind, that means spirit. You remember Jesus rebuked the wind and spoke to the waves. He rebuked the spirit that was causing the wind to blow. And then he told the waves to be calm. When you pray for people, rebuke the spirit and then speak to them. Shalom. Hallelujah. Drop down to verse 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That whosoever believing in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. So if you believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, you've been made righteous. You will not perish and you have everlasting life. Verse 17, it says, for God sent not his son, that's Jesus, into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. You're saved by Jesus. He that believeth on him is not condemned. I don't care what they try to say to condemn you. When you believe with your whole heart, on Jesus, you are not condemned, but he that believeth not is condemned already because he have not believed in the name of the only begotten Son. Be blessed.